0: All right, welcome to the first ever episode of
1: Day Trading Diaries. You know, it is a long time coming that I've wanted to start a podcast, just wasn't necessarily sure exactly what I wanted to revolve it around. I was looking for something that I'd be interested in, something that I think would be relatable. And so here we are picked up day trading a few months ago and didn't really find too many areas that I felt like I 100% fit in in terms of the finance world and not having a very traditional
0: business or finance background. So I thought, what the hell? Why not me? Why not us?
1: And started to put this together. So I started a website
0: dgendaytrader.com and now we are here. So this is episode 1. We're just going to kind of go off the cuff and fuck it, we're doing it live. So,
1: here we go. Episode 1, baby. So, as I was saying, uh, this is the first episode of the Day Trading Diaries where, you know, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want this podcast to really entail in terms of it being obviously informative, but more so the approach that I was trying to take and bring forward was the idea of having a
0: place where non-traditional finance business People that are looking to get involved in
1: that area Will feel comfortable to kind of come listen come learn come hear about other people's experiences with it because You know when I first started getting into it It can be a very intimidating field and when it's intimidating like that You don't want to be the one to ask questions or Get looked at funny or feel stupid or out of place and so I really thought that there was an area of need for it because I thought, you know, it's, it's great. It, this can be something great where it can be informative. You can learn about other people in the day trading world. There are so many different strategies and, and goals and analytics and technical analysis and types of tradings and futures and cryptos and whatever. And I am nowhere near an expert and I think this is a good opportunity for not only myself to learn but also for anyone else that wants to
0: tune in and listen and believe me if you have any any and I mean any feedback on maybe segments or things to do that
1: might be fun or interesting or a little bit out of the ordinary in terms of getting information across that I think would be beneficial to hear, not only news-wise, but current events, even sports, gambling, whatever it may be. Uh, So, you know, that's kind of my, my intro. And
0: in terms of kind of going into the next area that I wanted to talk about was this name, Golden Goose Garrity. So if you don't know who I am, that's that's my name,
1: Garrity. Uh, but essentially how this came about is pretty funny because after a few months of being in the trading world, I was still trying to figure out what my trading style was going to be. And it was a lot of trial and error. And there's always this cycle of trading that they tell you about in terms of having that beginner's luck and trader's luck and feeling comfortable and confident and then getting absolutely shit on and just not following rules or not seeing the charts and thinking the market's out to get you and everything that you think is going to happen. The opposite actually happens, which I've been on that side so many times. And you have to try to find different ways to figure out what, style is gonna work best for you. And that's one of the things that I love about this kind of community is that there are so many different types of trading and strategies and everyone that I've come across in the community that I've been a part of with Keanu Trades. and if you haven't, go check out their Discord. It's been absolutely incredible. And everyone is so super helpful, really wants to inform others, help each other, asking questions. People are more than willing to like jump on calls or jump in discord rooms and voice calls and whatever it may be. It's awesome to see. And that's not something that I originally felt like I had when I was first getting into this trading world. And so going back to the golden goose nickname, after having a little bit of beginner's luck and getting more involved in the trading side of things and looking up more strategies and stuff like that. Uh, I've always been the type of person to feel like once I
0: am intrigued about something or feel like I am very interested in it, I'm obsessed with it. I become absolutely obsessed with it, no matter what it is. I've done –
1: that can be a good and a bad thing, but, you know, to each their own. So – that with that, it's been with you know gaming. I've done streaming. I've done uh, writing, blogging. It, now it could be even like sports. I'm, you know, I'm a huge Giants, Yankees, Devils fan. You know, everything in between. I, I have gotten involved in and, and have really just become
0: obsessed with. And when I'm not doing my normal day job. I am now putting all my effort into learning about trading
1: and other tas and what other people are learning and and doing. And uh, it's that's the thing that I love about trading so far is because it is there's never you're you're never going to be done learning. You know, there's never going to be a moment where you, you finish a book. And you're like well i know it all now that's that there's always new theories and strategies that are out there but uh and the reason i bring that up is because as i was going through this process of learning and, and just digging through different kind of content creators or other traders out there that are posting kind of their you know their trades or the call outs or their different technical analysis and how they view charts and what their thought process is. You know, that's super intriguing and interesting to me because, you know, everything is so new and there isn't like a right or a wrong way or preconception that I have that would kind of hurt my ideals of being opposed to like learning a, a different style. But so I was actually doing some random YouTube searching on different trading styles and on Twitter whatever and came across King Capital and King Capital just dropped a new video on this golden goose strategy and I was pretty down bad at this point with my my trading I wasn't down bad in terms of financially I just felt like I wasn't seeing charts clearly or like anything that I was kind of feeling like I was seeing, I was second guessing myself and then the opposite would happen and the price action wasn't what I was experiencing. And I was getting so frustrated because after putting all this time into reading books and and studying and, you know, going through all these, yeah, that's my pup uh, going through all these different, you know, ways to learn and putting all this time in and then not seeing immediate results after initially, after, after not sustaining consistent results, I'll say. It, I was looking for something else to, to kind of use and implement. And so came across this Golden Goose Strategy YouTube video that Coach Dipka did over there at King Capital. And it already had a few areas that I used in terms of indicators and confluence in my trading style. So I was very big on, you know, supply and demand zones and support and resistance. That was really where I I started my trading style was the supply and demand zones. And this kind of plays off of that as well. But bringing more of the Fibonacci retracement side of things into it, because it also brought in, you know, pattern trading and uh, as well as adding, you know, MACD and volume confirmation and also the psychology behind the types of trading and the candlestick movement and all these things that really kind of combined into one place that also made it very visually easy to see when to enter trades, when to exit trades, what your price targets were, what you were looking for. And it literally literally gave me a checklist to go through of what I would be able to do if I was going to make a trade. So if it had one, two, three Areas of confluence that I was looking for at this level In in a trade, whether it was call or puts Whatever, it didn't matter. But once I set that up I started becoming really successful with it and, and kind of put my own twist on it in terms of different time frames And um, I'll get into a, a, another episode of just the golden goose side of things because it is super, super interesting, and I am still learning and doing a bunch of different theories and hypotheses on it in terms of what will work and what doesn't work with it. I've had a very good few weeks with it recently, which is where the nickname came from and originated from. And so that is a long story short about how, I got that nickname and how this all started uh, just a few months ago, um, I'd say in January. Speaking of which, kind of go into the next area of the podcast, and the next section, which is what is a degen? Well, to tell you what a degen is, we have to go back quite a few years because quite a few years ago when I was...
0: Man, I would say in middle school at this point. The second that I found one of those
1: sketchy offshore gambling websites and poker sites, whether it was betonline.ag or whatever,
0: I was very intrigued by that and being able to put money and make money on
1: things that I felt like I was very knowledgeable in, in terms of sports and, um, specifically, you know, football and basketball, uh, NBA and college. Um, but it's, that's where it kind of stemmed from. I've always been a sports fanatic played sports growing up and then, you know, I stopped growing. Uh, so that, that career ended pretty shortly and quickly. But after that, I was still intrigued by it. I was still intrigued by everything in terms of the team aspect, in terms of the different types of kind of plays and game plans that teams would have more. So on the football side of things, uh, being the diehard Giants fan that I am, it's been a rough few years. I had a good few years there in the past, but you know, uh, to each their own, we'll see what Kayvon and Evan Neal can do uh, this year. And, Brian Dayball, uh, super excited about that, and Joe Shane, he's a stud, so that'll be interesting. Which I'm sure I'll be getting into this podcast at some point uh, during the football season. On, but um, going back to the D-Gen side of things, and what it what it is, is is just that being a degenerate.
0: Whether it's not having a problem, it is basically never settling and never not really knowing when to get out or cut your
1: losses or take a win or always wanting more. I kind of look at it as never settling, not being complacent, always kind of wanting that next thing and always, always seeing that next goal.
0: And that's kind of where, you know, I've struggled with myself personally is not giving myself credit at times when I have been and done things well, but not taking the time
1: to appreciate that, and then just going on to the next thing, and being like, "Okay, well, what's the next goal? I did this. Now, what's next? How do we get there? How do I turn this a hundred dollar gain to an a thousand dollar gain? What do I need to do to get there? How do I do that?" And so when I I started doing that and started doing the gambling, and then I started you know a blog and and a podcast about that a little bit uh, going through college, and you know it was. It was a lot of fun but of course you know it's not really sustainable especially when you know you're focusing on school and and college and um you know extracurricular activities whether it was you know greek life or clubs or whatever it may be so after that kind of stopped and then i grew up a little bit and started you know thinking let's you know once i started having a full time job and being like, okay, I gotta think about the future. Let's put money in the stock market. And I had a a buddy of mine that I, I worked with who was a few years older than me at the at this job and uh, we became really good friends and he after t- two years he left and, and moved to California for another job. But uh he was much more mature than I was. He was very uh very financially stable. He was just an intelligent guy. Like, when you sat down with him and he just spoke, he he just came off as, like, he knew so much about everything. And it was... Always, like, I was always so impressed with how he carried himself and how he kind of gathered all this information, but also understood it so clearly. And... How he was able to like explain it to someone like myself, who you need to dumb it down for quite a bit. And so when we were obviously building our, our friendship, he told me I was like, "Hey, I, you know, I need to start investing in things. I need to start, you know, making my money work for money. I want my money to make money. How do I do that? You know, you can't settle on on one area." And one source of income. You need multiple streams of income. You know, I want to get to the point where I, do, I have the freedom to do what I want when I want. And yeah, maybe I am bougie and I like nice things at times. So what? That's why I'm working for it. If you say you're not motivated by money, you're fucking lying.
0: I don't believe you. Not one bit. Uh, so when he told me, he told me this after i asked
1: him that he said invest in stocks and companies of the things that you use most often and when he told me that that day i went home and i ended up just putting my money in in the stock market in you know apple google amazon zoom you know all those things that i felt like i was using on a on a pretty regular basis and of course that did really well for me. That was quite a few years ago before, you know, Apple blew up. I was in Apple when it was under $70, which was great. And, you know, it's fantastic. Um, But then going to how this pertains to the the gen side of things is, well, this goes to a few months ago when, you know, we're a little more mature, a little more grown up. My wife and I, we... We're over at a friend's house, my buddy who I've known since kindergarten, him and his fiance, we were having dinner, sitting down, and he was showing me and talking to me. We were about talking to me about the economy. This was in January and kind of the new year and what we thought was going to happen and COVID and all these things and just the finances of life and, you know, having the anxiety, anxiety tidal wave come over you when uh, you realize that you got you to gotta buckle down and, and, and grow up uh, an adult and adulting is never fun especially when you're just like well I still feel like I'm a am a kid but you got you got to grow up <laughs> and so uh we were sitting down we were talking and he was talking to me about he was like hey have you ever done you know stock options and options trading and I was like no like I think I I understood the concept of it you know everyone's seen the big short and you know wall street and all those movies about uh, if you think, you know, going long on a position or short on a position, but I never really understood the technicals of it or, or how it worked or what the process was with contracts and premiums and long long calls and, and and puts and whatever it may be and expirations and premiums and what it all meant. And when he was showing me what – and how it worked, he was breaking it down and showing me like an example of, okay, well, if I think that the stock is gonna go up, you know, $100 and I take a call at this premium price of a dollar, which would cost me $100 to have that for that contract and those 100 contracts, and the value of those contracts goes up and the premium goes up, then you have and can sell that contract for the difference of what you paid for. And he was showing me these trades that he made where he was making, you know, four or 500 bucks in just a few minutes. And I'm thinking, hell yeah, how do I get into that? What the hell is that? How do we do it? Where do I sign up? What is it called? Where do I go? And then he hit me with the most devastating
0: line ever. He said, it's like it's like gambling, but educated gambling.
1: And my ears fucking shot up. I said, "What? Educated gambling? Like an edge? Like I have? Like I have an edge? Like I know who's going to be hurt, or I know uh, who went out the night before and, and drank a little too much, and, and who's going to be hungover for the game, or you know, let's say someone got broken up with uh, a player on the team. You know, I, I have that type of information." He was like, "Yeah, like basically, yeah, like you." You do, win, and you bet on, on yourself and what you think the market's going to happen. And right, right then and there, I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. I was, that night, I went home, joined a Discord, started reading, bought a book, and I, I was entrenched in it
0: at that point. And that's a part of the DJN lifestyle that, I felt like I have embraced being the degenerate douchebag that I am, which is fantastic and I love it. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's a thing where, and this
1: is a part of what the podcast is and what the podcast is going to be about is, you know, my first initial introduction to the trading world and discords and trying to learn is it can be a very very intimidating place especially if you do not have a traditional finance business background or trading background and you're coming in blind and um, you know not to say that i i I was just asking you know what's what's a contract or what's a call or what's a put but you were almost embarrassed to ask questions to people hoping that they would answer you and not think that you were just a dumbass not doing homework or anything. And it, it's intimidating. And, and you're also, you're on your own too. You know, at the end of the day, yes, people, you can pay for call outs and, and plays and whatever, but you wanna be able to have your own confidence and have your own plays to grow and grow your portfolio. And, you know, going full port is Gen move been there, done that. That was also part of the reason why I started the podcast was this past week, which we'll get into at a, at a later date. Um, but I, I have some good stories about that, but that's kind of where, where this podcast is going is being able to bridge that gap between people who want to get into day trading, but maybe who aren't a hundred percent sure where to start or, or what to look for or, you know, what the playbook is or what the right resources are. And also giving a place for people to come on and kind of share their experiences and their stories about what's worked well for them. What hasn't, what's been a really big degen move. Did you full port something and you lost it all? Or did you full port something and you made 40 K or, you know, you, you found a penny stock that blew up and you, the market got pumped or you were part of meme stocks like AMC and GameStop and what you were looking at and all these different technical analyses and trading styles and strategies. I want all of that to be in one place for people to come in and one, feel comfortable to make it fun and, and easy and exciting. And just a conversation with kind of your friends having a few drinks around a fire shooting the shit that's that's what I want and that's what I feel like I can provide to some extent with the platform like this having the opportunity that I am in the same spot as these people I've only been doing this a few months like I said I, I really started at the end of February and I started kind of learning at the end of January you know I'm such a noob and beginner it is
0: unfathomable. It is absolutely ridiculous. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. You're going to fuck up. You're going to screw up. You're going to lose money. If you're not, you need to go in to this expecting to lose money. The goal of it is not to make money. It's to not lose money. If you lose money less times than you make money,
1: you're going to be successful. And that's where the managing risk comes into play and all these other areas of you know, rules and sticking to your rules and, and stop losses and just stupid things that I do that wake me up in the middle of the night from a dead sleep, sweating, just knowing how dumb it was and just holding on to stupid-ass contracts that already depleted 50%, just knowing like, oh, well, fuck, it's already at 50%. It can't go much lower, right? Like, it'll reverse. Just telling myself that and not playing with emotion. This is this is what I want to do. This is where I want it to be relatable. I don't want all butterflies and rainbows. I want honest conversations. I want talks. I want people being vulnerable. I want people telling the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. You know, that's, that's what I want. That is my goal. So, uh, but... Lastly, this is just a very introductory podcast. This one, first episode, Memorial Day weekend. And wanted to put this out there, see if it caught any legs. I don't know how often I'm going to be putting out an episode. I think it's going to be depending on, obviously, my, my full-time job and my personal life with uh, a few other things. But this is something that I'm definitely very committed to with the website dgendaytrader.com as well as the Discord in the community with Keanu Trades and the DGEN Discord. And everyone is just really supportive of this and, and what we're doing. So uh, I'm obviously going to be bringing people on uh, from there to talk about kind of their different strategies and their experiences as well. But to close out the show, wanted to do and just kind of see, go over some quick, I guess news that I wanted to kind of talk about that I thought was pretty, pretty interesting um, just with kind of the Memorial Day weekend, long weekend coming up here and how the market just bulldozed through. Speaking of which I was in puts all week. So um, the first thing is Y Combinator, the VC firm, basically came out and said that companies need to start cutting their costs and to increase their cash flow and their cash position and their quote is understand that the poor public market performance of tech company of tech companies significantly impacts VC
0: funding now I know this hasn't been the greatest market for IPOs even going into last year and IPOs can be very volatile even when the market is good
1: but Even since the market and the IPO market hasn't been great for the past six months to a year where people have been delaying or withdrawing IPO submissions and not going IPO and every IPO that has actually gone through since What November December last year is actually trading lower than what their IPO price was for a VC firm like Y Combinator to come out and say that now again is definitely not very reassuring long term. Now, I don't know what the short term is uh, in terms of that because, again, you know I am very new to this. I, I mostly do intraday trading. I don't really do contracts out, very far out or anything like that. So, But I just found this very, very interesting on that side of things. Um, as well as uh, j Powell, Jerome Powell, j Powell, our guy J-Pow. Uh, I love these FOMC things and the minutes because it's basically him just telling us and reiterating everything that we already know about the market and the economy and what's going on. Um, and when he initially said, you know, 50 basis points and we're not really exploring the idea of going to 75 or higher, but then said, you know, later on, if, if the time comes where we need to evaluate that, we, we may, but then also not really saying that they're sticking with 50-50-50 over the next three, uh, you know, minutes and quarters and basis points.
0: And then the best line of all time, the softish landing. Well, JPOW, what the fuck does that mean? softish landing. That's like starting off a sentence saying, no offense, but... you know it's bad. You, you know it is bad. It, it's gonna be bad. We're, we, I guess technically we're in a recession already, but... we're on the brink of a recession. On top of... The, you know the war, the supply chain... You know, the global
1: economy, just the disruption that is affecting everything on top of this domestically in terms of the economics is absolutely wild. And the last thing that you want from the Fed chair is
0: using the term soft dish landing. Like, yikes, big yikes. Um, Going to Tesla real quick. Tesla got downgraded twice in the past week for their price target. Now, when I was reading it, I would have thought, you know, short Tesla this week, even it being,
1: you know, 630 and short Tesla with this, along with the Twitter deal and the influx of that information and that being so back and forth and up and down and inconsistent. I I thought there was so much just unknown around it and then to have the price target to be downgraded from 1100
0: or 1150 to 800 range by two different organizations I did not
1: expect Tesla to rally as hard as it did going into MDW at all especially with like the sexual sexual harassment lawsuit remaining public and all those other things I just I really didn't expect it I really didn't and I was
0: I was absolutely blown when that happened. Absolutely blown. Um, and then another thing, I thought, again, I thought this was absolutely wild, was even with the bearish sentiment around the market, with
1: bad news, and despite the bad news, and despite the bad earnings, stocks like Nvidia managed to reverse to the upside and end the week positive.
0: And positive like 5% or 5.5%. Like when you're a retail trader like me and you're seeing those reports come out, you're not expecting a move to the upside. You just aren't. But algos, man. Algos. Stocks only go up. Bottom. Unreal. And then Lastly, this is something that really caught my eye that I thought was very important to share with the people. The U.S. personal savings fell to 2013
1: levels. The savings rate fell to uh, 2008 levels, all while credit card debt grew at a record-setting rate
0: back to pre-COVID pace. Basically saying that a recession is almost certain at this point. No idea exactly when, how hard, how long, how fast. That's what she said. Get your head out of the gutter. But recession is almost guaranteed to come. And same thing with earnings. There's
1: going to be blood in the water. Earnings reports are going to be... In trouble
0: over the next few quarters you know and to end on a good note for the first episode of day trading diaries at least if you are able to trade and not even be green but not lose all your money in this type of market right now that's a huge W that means you're doing something right. That means you're, you're on the right track. But from me to you and all my DGENs, I love
1: you. I have a great Memorial Day weekend. MDW, Jersey Shore, get after it. Let's have a day. Let's have a weekend. How we
0: doing? DGENs, day traders. I don't know when the next episode is going to be, but... It'll be soon. We may see you Sunday night for some stories on this past week and my major degening, but I'm hoping to have also a few interviews set up for next week. So to my degens out there, stay degening.